everyone, it's Christina with Create Occur and happy Monday. So super excited to jump into all that the Lord has for us on this month. We're praying against and praying for our identity. Um, and so we're praying against the identity that other people have spoken about us and, and have placed on us. And we are praying over our identity in Christ and who we are in Christ. And of course, praying that the Lord will reveal that to us. Um, so as we are diving into this, I am so super excited to share. And I wanted to start off by stating something that the Lord has um, revealed to me in these upcoming weeks is that it's the prayers of other people that have gotten us to where we are today, right? It may have been our prayers of our parents, uh, the protective covering that they prayed over us, or even just as they're praying over us right now. It could be the prayers of our life groups, of our pastor, of our friends, or other family members. Your coworkers may be praying for you. Your husband or wife may be praying for you. But oftentimes, it's the prayers of other people that have gotten us to where we are today. But it's going to take our personal prayers. It's going to take our personal prayers to manifest our personal promises that the Lord is, is, has called us to. And I say our personal promises because these are promises that were made to you, my sister. They were promises that were made to you, my brother. We got to make that thing personal. And I think as we make it personal, our prayers will become that much more effective. I am so super excited to talk about identity because this is something that is near and dear to my heart as I have personally been struggling with identity since the start of 2019, actually. Um, it's been an ever-changing um, journey of being exposed so to speak and and having things that I didn't realize were even a thing kind of come up as a thing and I remember questioning many nights just throughout the course of this year questioning who I am and what the Lord has called me to do but enough about me I'm going to dive into what the Lord has for us and and hopefully there'll be um, a lesson for for each of us that we're dealing with our identity and what the world is saying and, and kind of what the Lord says about our identity and how we can um, walk in that confidence. So I want to start off by saying that I heard a pastor say once that God doesn't have any grandchildren, only children. And this may sound a little, um, you know, you're like, whoa, I've never heard that before. But there's nowhere in the Bible that it actually says the grandchildren of God, right? Everything says the children of God um, because it's just that we have to be children of the Most High King. And so with that being said of God doesn't have any grandchildren, only children, it, it made me think and reflect that many of us cling on to the faith and identity, credentials, and everything else of our parents, our grandparents, our ancestors, and that seems to be enough for us. We... <laughs> can list down our whole lineage, or maybe we can't list, but we just know um, that our grandmother was a praying woman or um, that our father was a hard worker, and that seems to be enough. But others of us have allowed the world to dictate to us what our identity looks like. We're not even concerned with our family lineage. We're just taking what culture says for face value. And Regardless of how you identify, whether you do this directly or indirectly, or whether you rely on your lineage or the culture to, to tell you what your identity is, God has made it clear to us who we are in him. And the saying that God doesn't have any grandchildren simply implies that we cannot hold on to our lineage, our race, 
our color, our family crest, our last name, our family's profession, our family's religious affiliations, none of it determines who we are called to be. Friends, all that is, is good history. And I love that because it makes for a great story, right? Like my grandmother was, you know, or my, my aunt twice removed was president and CEO or had this company, had this business or, you know, was someone grand in the world. But all that does is make for a great story. It makes for great history. But what is separating us from taking that great story, that history, and turning it into a legacy? Why is it that we hold tightly on to what, I mean, our bloodlines and our DNA says about us or what the world says about us, but we're not even concerned with what the Lord says about us? Each of us has to make a conscious decision. We have to make up in our own minds and hearts to follow Christ and become a child of God for ourselves, for our family. I mean, the friends, culture, all of it, it's not going to define who we are. And I'm guilty of that, of leaning to what people said about me. I mean, I remember oftentimes, even just in my youth, of, of having people tell me certain things about me. And I'm like, maybe I am that way. And even in my adult life, I find myself doing that of maybe they see something in me that I don't see. But oftentimes, that has no reflection of who you really are. They actually don't know you. And if they do know you or have known you, it's something of old. It's not who you are and the new creation or how you've been renewed and revived and and transformed with Christ. And so none of those things define who we are. I came across a scripture that I want to share, and it was John 1, 12, 13. And it simply states, Yet to all who did receive him, To those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of a natural descent, nor of human decision, or of a husband's will, but born of God. We are his children, meaning that we're heirs to the kingdom of God. And Romans 8 describes that. I love Romans 8, 17. But this scripture is saying that being a child of God is not a relational status that we can be born into naturally. Or, I mean, it it can't be decided by humans or family that we can be married into. It's through God and his love for us that we have been chosen, that we have a new name, that we we can run to him as our father and he will answer our prayers. My prayer for you all would be that we are just not giving in to what culture says that we are, who we should be, or we're not giving in to um, maybe even just our past, our lineage. Maybe we didn't have successful parents, or maybe we didn't um, have the lineage that we thought we would have, Um, and maybe there's generational curses there. But whatever it is right now, we want to pray again for our identity and that we come to know who we are in Christ and that we walk in that confidence. So I'm going to pray for us, and I hope pray that this encourages you. Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We thank you because you truly are good. There's none other like you, Abba. This is the fact that we can call you Abba, that you are a father to us, that you that you know us, that you've come to 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 be there for us, God, when we don't even we can't even be there for ourselves. 
God, I want to pray right now over our identity. God, the things of this world, is they're wicked. And that the world tries to tell us who we should be, what we should be doing at our age, or how we should be living. But God, I thank you because you have called us and you call us by name. I love the scripture in 1 John 10 that talks about how the shepherd knows his sheep and he calls them by name. And the sheep do not listen to voices of strangers. God, I pray right now for my brothers and sisters that we will not be deterred by the voice of a stranger that what people are t- saying around us or what people are telling us, God, that we don't give way to those things, but that we stand truth on what you say about us and who you say we are. God, that's our prayer. God, I pray right now against the, the things of this world that will try to distract us. God, I pray against those naysayers that will try to uh, speak bad about us. God, I pray against um, the, the doubt, the insecurities, God, the things that the enemy will try to, to do to come and steal our identity or trick us into thinking that we're something that we're not. Thank you for giving us a new name. God, thank you for, for, for no longer calling us liars and, and thieves and, and cheaters and, 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 and backbiters, God, but giving us a new name that is called prosperity, God, that is called joy and peace, God, deliverance, God, that we are loved, that we are chosen. God, thank you for giving us those new names. Father, I thank you right now for that your word will reign in our lives that we will remember and hide your word in our hearts, God, so that we will not forget and that we will not be led astray by the words of strangers. God, I thank you that we will no longer hold on to our our lineage, God, and that we'll no longer hold on to what's great history, but that we will pick up the baton and we will begin to establish a legacy, a legacy of prayer for our future families, a legacy of prayer for our our new selves, our, our, our renewed, our transformed bodies in you. Father, I thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we just are so excited um, for what you're going to do in our lives. And I want to say I'm excited for each and every one of you that we will start to to recall all the things that the enemy once said about us. And we will start to counteract that with all the things that the Lord has said about us. I also want to just say that, uh, you know, I'm so super excited. I hope that you have a great week. I'm excited to hear how these things may be blessing you and that the many messages will bless you as we go forward. And I want to leave you with this benediction. Um, It's one that I love from 1 Thessalonians 5.23. And it says, Now may the God of peace make you holy in every way. And may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless until our Lord Jesus Christ comes again. Our God will make this happen, for he who calls you is faithful. My brothers and sisters, remember to stand on the truth and don't give in to the lies. And remember that he loves you, I love you, and I'm always praying for you. Have a great week, guys.